Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture this. You're in a job, in an industry that you're passionate about, for a company that you connect with and offers a good lifestyle with nice pay and a pension and benefits. But you decide one day to leave that world behind to go and build things out of wood and metal. Well, today's guest, James Maxwell, did just that. And no, he's not crazy. I mean, he's kind of crazy, but in a good and positive way. You're going to find out why he made that leap from the comfortable corporate world, the challenges he's faced, and he's going to slap you with a massive slice of, you can leave that job, build your own project, and make a success of it. Who's feeling pumped up now? Woo! This is a goodie. Let's go, team. Oh, you are recording. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> 45 minutes in. Yeah, it's set, isn't oh. it? For five seconds. Yeah. Red lights everywhere. Yeah. Um, you've had a bit of a trim, haven't you, as well? I did. There, look. I had a did wedding. You did it yourself, didn't you? I had a wedding last Friday, so I'm like, yeah, it's time for a trim. I hadn't had a trim in a little while. Yeah, DIY so no, job. Yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. So. Pretty straightforward, though, isn't it? What yeah, could, yeah, what yeah. Could go wrong Number there? one. What could go wrong? And yeah, it just means that your, I look uh, sharp. How was your weekend? Um, it was good. Very, very good. Um, Shot a wedding with a previous speaker, didn't you, Mr. Yes, Dan, Do- yes. Dan Dolan? The Dolan himself. Yeah. yeah. He's so relaxed. I literally said to you. He's that, a wonderful man. <laughs> yeah. He could literally talk to a brick wall and it would make the brick wall feel happy. Yeah. He's that sort of guy, really. So, yeah. Or, so, yeah. or very confused. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the t- one of the two. <laughs> but he's great like that. But yeah. Um, I wanted to recap on our last episode. Well, the last couple of yeah, the last couple have been great, haven't they? Yeah, but, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. But in particular, the last last episode, yeah. Hannah, Hannah B. Yeah, um, with the amazing curls in her hair. <laughs> she, she really treated herself. She came she? ready. She came, she came ready red, from the red hairdresser. Carpet, red carpet ready. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what we expect from our guests, really. Yes, yes, hundred percent. So yeah, you're not going to make the effort. That's We're it. We're not interested. Yeah. That's it. But no, it was a really, really incredible episode. So if you haven't caught caught up on it, please do. Because, yeah, yeah, birth photography is not something that everyone would think that they would sort of like appreciate. No. Or... And I'd, like, like we said in the episode, I'd love people to go and check her work out. That yeah. Don't like kind of or have got this 
this idea of what they think her work is going to be like and it's mm-hmm. just nothing like that yeah um, completely have you agree. got a bone to pick with people <laughs> not good but it's not a bone you're in, you're in trouble people get ready Igor Igor's got he's got his <laughs> finger out <laughs> here we go no um, no first of all it's just we are super grateful for, to people um, in terms of how they're sharing stuff on Instagram which yeah. is amazing um, it would be amazing if you could leave us a review on Apple. Yeah, we don't really ask for reviews, do we? No, no, we, we don't. We should get some more reviews. Yeah, and I was yeah. just reading them yesterday, and they're incredible. So first of all, thank you for the ones that have left the reviews yeah. there. We got 30 plus in there, but yeah, we could have more. And I think, um, yeah, it'll just help the channel to grow and make us climb the ladder of the of the charts. <laughs> it's quite yeah. funny. I sent you <laughs> that screenshot. We are we're big time, aren't we? <laughs> Big time in Greece. My, no. qu- my question to you was going to be, have you got loads of family members in Greece? Because <laughs> we're also quite popular in Portugal. Huh? Yeah, you've got, yeah, you've yeah got family that's in true. Portugal. That's true. But Greece in particular, we're like top yeah. top, top five. For what was it? Business, was it business, entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship, yeah. yeah. Entrepreneurship. And yeah, it's just random. It's just random really how the algorithm works. I did think they were there. I, think, I, wonder, I wonder if people are kind of connecting with us because we've kind of got that bit of a mix, haven't we, between yeah. like, Diary of a CEO and a parenting help. <laughs> <laughs> we got the bands. We got the so, bands. So yeah, <laughs> not quite as funny as uh, Rob and Josh. No, no. Um, but you know, we get we, we're trying, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it all helps. On a serious note, thank you. Like we get so, a new wave of listeners every single week now. Yes, it, it's really appreciated. If people enjoy the conversation, they think we're going to bring them value. Like just gives a shout out. It massively helps. Yeah, it? it really, really does. Um, we want to keep this going. We're really passionate about it. Um, so see the value if, in if it. you can just WhatsApp it to a mate and say, listen to this or yeah. put a little story up on your Insta. So it reaches a bit of an audience. Like for us, that is absolutely invaluable. Yeah. Especially so, yeah. last week as well. Last week, it constantly keeps blowing my mind, but last week, the amount of time that, that I saw the post of hearing these guys for the first time. And I really like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just the fact that people are finding us for the first other time. other industries now as well. Yeah. That, that's, that's, it. that's certainly like we, we said from the very beginning, didn't we, that we weren't going to be just niching down into wedding photography. We yeah. wanted to kind of broaden that, that horizon mm-hmm. because we see the value in it. Yeah. And people are stuck. It feels like people are starting to like, just we're starting to get that audience yeah, now. Which is great. I mean, yeah. We're not going to forget the wedding industry at yeah. all. Like we love it, but you know, there's there's lessons to be had from other industries. So hence, much more out there, kids. What a segue this Ooh. is. Hence why today, <laughs> bang the table. <laughs> hence why today we've got somebody that uses wood. Yeah. In his uh, <laughs> in his daily business. Yeah, that's it. Um, which is going to. I'm just going to get straight into it. So, yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. James is here. Oh, I, wanna, I really want to call him Max. I've, I've, yeah, I've, call him I've Max. Known, I've known Max. I, I've for, started calling him Max. <laughs> I've, known, I've known Max, I realised yesterday, for 20 years now. Yeah. 20 years? 20 years. Wow. And, um, yeah, and you've you've kind of moved recently into um, setting up a business called Timber Foundry. Yes. And correct. this studio that we're sat in front of now, yeah. you know, um, Max came and did last winter wasn't it? We did it? yeah. Sam made me work desk. over Christmas to get it gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A tree but yeah. Yeah and, and I feel like loads of discount. Is that the best yeah. you can do mate? Yeah. Mates uh, rates yeah. at Christmas. What are you going to charge me for that? <laughs> so yeah no yeah we started in um, yeah it was 2020 that magnif- magnificent year. Yeah. Um, yeah it was I was working well for, for a company um, which I always have previously before that I never worked for myself. 
Um, so yeah, my career background was, you know, obviously Sam and I worked together in the early days, didn't yeah. we? In the shop floor. What did you guys shop do? Floor. We worked at um, a place called Limey's in Derby, which was it's a bit of an institution really, wasn't yeah, it? it was, yeah. It was uh, if, in terms of fashion and yeah. sort of lifestyle. And we still talk um, about that when we, when we, you know, we've yeah. kind of kept in touch and we've kept in touch a bit more recently because obviously now yeah. we're both in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time we talk, we, we kind of go back and we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. it later on in the episode, but yeah. like sales and customer service just always seems to come up between us. Absolutely. Either a good experience or mo- most notably bad experiences. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's one of those things that is probably the biggest takeaway for probably both of us in those, you know, 100%. formative years have been like 19, 20, 21 of working on a, a shop floor that was, it was kind of like high-end fashion, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But on a Saturday, we'd yeah. go in, there'd be what, 15 staff yeah. in a very small unit and we'd do probably 30K yeah. in sales. Yeah. In a day. Yeah. In a day, on a Saturday. Yeah, it was crazy. This is kind of like just before the internet really kind of yeah. took, took off. off. And um, Go sound old, man. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> sound old, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, mate, but we are. We're kind of getting there, aren't we? And, we um, Speak for yourself. But it, but it was, it's like all of those things we picked up during that sort of two, three-year period yeah. have really stood us in you know, very good stead business-wise going forward. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I remember my first day, the owner, Roger, a uh, great guy, and he, he took me into the office and I think he did with everybody and he sort of said like, you know, like users. I was wondering where that was going I, so I didn't think, the in my head I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Um, but yeah, he said like, you know, users as a stepping stone because we've got, you know, we are, you know, a, a, everyone in the UK knows our business. Like yeah. we, we've got really good standards. I remember going down to London with, um, like do sort of training buying days with sort of various brands and there was there was lots of people there from different businesses but they all you'd always see the staff and they'd be like how's roger how's dave and it was just like so they had such <laughs> yeah. a good you know reputation didn't they and i kind of never knew what that meant at the time but then sort of later on when i was you know applying for the jobs and i went certainly after after limers and cruise to um to the brand i was working for like it was it was absolute godsend having that on my cv um yeah. i mean you could have been a, a, you could have been allowed to think, oh, what's this guy on about? Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just saying that. It's just yeah, absolutely. Higher. But actually, you know, it did it did kind of work out that way. You know, you yeah. went to work for Paul Smith. Yes, and North yeah. Face. Yeah, so yeah, you know, Paul Smith after after Lime is, which was only kind of, Paul Smith. Only Paul Smith. Yeah, 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 which was great. It was like a natural progression. I sort of moved, wanted to get out of retail into wholesale. Um, and I guess, yeah, like anyone who doesn't understand wholesale, it's basically you're selling the collection of that brand to obviously stores or, you know, accounts sort of all over the UK. Um, so yeah, that was great. And sort of did, I think it was there five years um, working sort of with international franchise customers. So people from like all over sort of the Middle East were coming over uh, who had Smithy stores over there. Um, and then also independence in the UK, which was amazing. So again, taking that sort of line is, element of service and building relationships was absolutely invaluable because you know you were dealing with like sort of the top stores in the in the uk and abroad um trying to build relationships sell the product into them it was a really nice brand to work for because it wasn't it it was paul smith is like an institution isn't it and it's it really name, is. name so it wasn't like high pressure selling and it was like quite organic it was always like a very solid brand um in the industry so there was no real hard sell um but it was it was interesting because it was my first kind of, like when I went for the first interview, I always remember, um, because there was hardly ever any jobs that came up. And I said to them in the interview, like, oh, you know, like you do pro- about progression. I still said, what, what was, you know, this what's the- This is at This is at Paul Smith. Paul Smith. I said, yeah. like, what's obviously the progression opportunities? And they just shut me down. It was like, there isn't any. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was really like, yeah. you know, and I sort of thought, okay. 
um, sort of went on. And then I thought, when I get to the second interview, I need to like kind of re rein this in a little bit. I can't go in there like, I want to do this, I want to do that. So I sort of mellowed it I down a little bit. Paul's job. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I think. But, I think. Uh, I think one of the big things for me that I took from Limey's was this idea that like you, you can like never judge anybody that walked through the door. Yeah. Like never assume yeah. or judge anybody. No. You, know, you don't know what background they're from. You don't. No. Know, you know whether they're going to spend twelve hundred pounds or fifty pounds, but it all matters. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's all relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just treat everybody with the same kind of level of yeah kindness and manner. Um, I can remember meeting Roger for the first time, and he walked through the door, and I was. I was really kind. I, you know, I greeted him really well, and I remember him saying to Luke, our manager, like he seemed. He, Luke said to me, he said Roger was really impressed with how you greeted him. I didn't know it was Roger. Yeah, I just thought it was a customer. And they, he'd said to Luke that you know I came across really well and greeted him really, really well. Um, but I need to take those earrings out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also loved your music choice, Sam, didn't he? Did, as well. Yeah, yeah. He used to. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't, didn't like the arcade fire. He didn't like the indie or the arcade fire. <laughs> no, he came in once and. Uh, <laughs> Rip the CD out, the CD player. And whose is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's one of the best albums of 2003, mate. That's what it is. Whatever year no, that was. Uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was talking to. Um, it's funny because I was talking to uh, Rachel and Darius. Was funeral, wasn't it? Was it the album? Funeral yeah, was yeah, great yeah. album. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, I was talking to Rachel and Darius about when they came on because they did some yes. uh, photography for us pre-Christmas, and their ex-boss was one of my customers at Limey's. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so so, so you know when we were, so when they were on, we know him. When, yeah. when when they were on, I was like, I know who that is, because <laughs> there's obviously only so many brands in Derby for yeah. a start. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was talking to them, and I, and it was it was funny because I was sort of saying how we had customers at Limey's. Yeah. Because you had your own. I mean, I don't I don't even know if that exists anymore. But like, the, particularly in a retail clothing environment, but like we had our customers that would come in. Who you built a relationship with over you know years really yeah. and would trust you to sell them think you you know well, people would come brands, in the store and you would know that yeah james, that's james's customer 100%. because they would seek you out yeah. because you'd yeah. already built that relationship yeah. yeah and i wonder i do wonder if that it's kind of like an art form isn't it whether that still exists yeah in, i don't know perhaps you know, not so much stores like Lime don't exist but i suppose you do have places like does it exist in selfridges and mm. yeah you know, those kind of like high-end chains i'm sure yeah. it must do to some level you need sort of like repetition in order to to get that yeah. sort of like relationship going yeah. and i think but, it yeah, comes surely. because it was a it was a small independent shop mm. like i don't know if you get that in a huge brand because they can't yeah it's a you it's a big wheel to get in motion isn't it yeah, yeah. it's hard to get that personal element yeah. unless you were you're really not, paying for it yeah and you're certainly not going to get it in high street fashion now because they don't they don't pay enough and it's, yeah. they're just staff aren't interested no um, no that consumer element's changed as well because consumers are different like they probably don't want that as much you know they're shopping yeah. online perhaps they've lost a little bit of that so it's yeah. it's all changed doesn't it mm. but um yeah, sorry, you're going on a tangent, aren't we? No, um, no, no. No, this is what we so, do. We, yeah, haven't even, yeah. we haven't even introduced the podcast yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another idea. We're uh, a podcast. For creatives and entrepreneurs. You just want to level up their business. Yeah, that's it. There that's we it. go. <laughs> what are yeah. we in, like 15 minutes in? <laughs> yeah, that's care. it. No, but you were saying you were a Paul Smith. Yes, and yeah. that sense of literally progression was sort of like blocked yes, from, from yeah. the get-go in terms of an yeah. interview yeah it was it was strange because actually two years i think it's a couple of years in i started getting invited to meetings that were like um design meetings in london and it was only the country managers who were going and i was like why am i going to this like kind of a bit strange really got like the person who runs italy and, and france and the uk obviously my boss and i was there 
But I didn't want to say, again, it was like a bit of a taboo subject asking about progressing because you've got people that have been there for sort of 15, 20, 25 years mm -hmm. who'd never progressed because there just wasn't the opportunity. Um, and yeah, I started getting invited and I was going like, I remember texting my boss after a few months and saying, oh, thanks for, you know, like getting me involved. And he was like, no, it's time to bring you, get, get, I was like, pretty hell, this is like, what's going on? <laughs> get amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus. Um, and then, um, and then, yeah, then, and then it just stopped and I was like, oh, okay. And then it was like, it was kind of my first experience of that, which unfortunately I think still exists. There was a bit of a kind of, you know, it was a great experience and everyone there was great, but it was kind of a bit of a laddie sort of culture of mm. friends progress and people, you know, but it, it kind of was a bit strange in that sense. So a guy basically who'd left previously, um, hadn't gone, I don't know what had happened, but something had not happened with the brand he was, he'd gone and left for. Uh, he'd come back and then basically because he knew someone basically took the role that they were kind of going for me. I was absolutely gutted. I was yeah. really, really gutted because I, I, I loved it. Especially when you were already in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was really, really gutted. And um, I had quite an honest conversation with my manager. He explained the situation and what had happened, which was good of him. And he was, he was a good guy. Like I learned a lot from him. Um, he, was, he was great. At, you'd go to big meetings with... Um, you know, like big stores like, you know, Selfridges and Harrods and they'd be quite daunting characters like from the fashion industry. You know industry. a lot of money is in yeah, there. Yeah, and it's like quite, and, and I'd be like, you know, really nervous. And he'd, he always really, I, I was saying to someone the other day, he was, he, he was great at answering really difficult questions, like really eloquently. And he, he always gave a really good response and he was very calm. And I learned a lot from him in those situations. But yeah, I had a really honest conversation with him. Um, he explained there wouldn't be, wouldn't really be anything. So it was kind of like, yeah, well, what do you do then? Do you want to, do you want to just stay there for yeah. sort of 15 years or Wait, do, like, do what, a job? Like late 20s at this point? Uh, yeah, late about 20s? 27, I think, yeah. something like that. It's about 27, uh, maybe 28. And um, I was actually subsequently going through a bit of a change personally where, you know, I lost, because when we're at Smithy, we were on expenses. So we, we worked half the year in London, half the year in Nottingham and traveling around. But everything was expensed, which was, sounds amazing, but the, it was quite a social lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So just like as per Constantly standard, eating you'd, you'd finish and, work, yeah. you go out, you'd eat out, you go and have a few drinks. You do that long enough, you put on weight. Well, I certainly did anyway. So I, 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 um, I lost about, I, I got into training. I lost uh, sort of three stone at the time. And I was kind of like, if I'm honest, being a bit of a recluse. And it was like the end of the day, everyone was like, oh, are we going, where are we? And I was like, oh, I'm just going back and I was going for a run and just getting some food from Waitrose and cooking. And so I kind of was not in the same place. I mean, you know, I just, it just didn't really fit with me personally as a lifestyle. So at the time I'd, I'd met my wife at Paul Smith. She was really outdoorsy. she I'd been spending a lot of time with doing things outdoorsy with her. We, we started climbing together. I was running a lot. So it was like, well, let's, like see about working for an outdoor brand or something so yeah i just got around and um fortunately managed to get a, an opportunity to join um, the north face um as a northern account manager which was basically a rep so like i was looking after some independent you know stores from where i lived up to the orkney islands um and for the first like two and a half that's two and a half three probably two and a half three years i, I honestly i was like this is it I'm, I love it. I'm absolutely, yeah. this is it. I'm happy. Like, I don't need to. It was a good fit. It was absolutely unbelievable. Like they, you know, I was, I was, oh, I was traveling Northern Scotland, all these unbelievable places I've never seen. I was, they had tie ups with, um, climbing centers that I was, you know, I was going and climbing with, um, instructors up mountains and 
like just having these unbelievable experiences that worked with the role mm. um and and then i was traveling to they would they took a skiing every year to chamonix they got any jobs free i know <laughs> like, like why, why am i here like what am i doing yeah. um yeah it was it was just brilliant and you know we, can't, we were climbing in europe and it was just it just really worked as a if you were if you were into the outdoors as yeah. a role it was just phenomenal um and then i got promoted um and i was working on sort of what the, the kind of called a key account which was like a, a larger account so you had less of them um you weren't traveling as much um but i sort of because of my background sort of i guess just naturally sort of went in that fashion direction so i was managing um, some big sort of multiple accounts, um, which I didn't, I, I enjoyed, it was great. Um, but You were seeking progression. Yeah, there it is. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I guess like that kind of core sort of outdoor sort of lifestyle role was, was based, was more based for that rep, mm -hmm. that rep role. So I sort of was yeah. more, it was more of a corporate role, I guess, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and yeah, I did that for a couple of years and then I, and then I got, um, I sort of was thinking about this business and I'd, I'd always made furniture like for friends and family and done bits and bobs in the shed. How did that even start? Did you... Yeah, it just, just randomly really. Like my brother's a fabricator. Um, Why is that? And he's, he makes, so he does everything metal. Oh. He's really, really talented. He's, he's, he's an absolute godsend to the business really. Um, and he used to make stuff and then we, I don't really know how it came apart, but we started, I think we made a few things for family with wood and metal. Um, and then it just, and then I, one day I was like, we just need to do this, mate. Like, come on, we, let's just set something up. I'll set the business side up. Because Nick wasn't, you know, he's, he's just worked in that in, environment for a long time. So in terms of business, and he'd say himself, it was just not his strength of setting yeah. it up. As well, obviously my previous experience probably wasn't, you know, wasn't that strong in making things really. I mean, I was, I was okay, but um, it was more business background. So I, I set it all up. Uh, he was working from his garage in Derby. I was working from the shed. Um, and then, yeah, and then I got, just as I set it up, I was, because obviously I was still at, at the brand at the time, and then I got promoted to work on a strategic account, um, which was was quite high pressure, like reporting in Switzerland. Um, yeah, a lot, lot of big financial pressures, a lot of really difficult critical path stages that we had to meet. Um, but then obviously, the big uh, he who shall not be named came in COVID, um, <laughs> and we um, based I think about eighty. It was it was about eighty percent, eighty five percent of the workforce force were furloughed. But because I was transitioning, Igor and I were speaking about it earlier. They they said, "Oh, James can just do both roles while everyone's off." Like, and you oh, know, okay, yeah, yeah. with no more money, <laughs> yeah. which say so that's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a bit, and obviously I just started Timber Foundry. So I was kind of managing this this new account and then the old accounts and trying to balance Timber Foundry. So I kind of, and you know what it was like at the start, you, I, I didn't feel like posting or anything like that because it was just like, it just felt too raw and there was load, lots of stuff coming on all over the news. But then it just started bubbling away in the background and I was like, God, what's going on here? Like, I'm not really pushing it. It was just on Etsy at the time. Um, and at um, this stage, you're sort of like doing what chairs or we were just literally tables? yeah, not a lot. We we only had probably to be honest with you, it was like a few coffee tables, um, a planter, and a couple of other bits and bobs. So it was I'd say like ten products were on there. Okay. Um, and yeah, and I was trying to get, obviously get into this role, and then that happened, and um, I, I I probably stuck out. I stuck the job out for a year with Timber Foundry. 
Um, but it got to a stage where it was like, you need to just make a decision here. Like you can't, I was, I was working till seven on my job. And then I was, you know, by this time we'd moved, we'd, we'd, I'd moved out of the shed much to the neighbors delight because yeah. <laughs> it was like <laughs> constant. James yeah, working yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, uh, we'd, we'd got a little, only a little unit, just a small five by five meter unit. Um, just nearby at home, nearby home. And um, yeah, I was just going up there at seven o'clock and I'd be there till like midnight, two, two in the morning. Like, and it was just, to be honest, it took the enjoyment out of it because you you just didn't get a break. You know, weekends yeah. obviously constantly up there. Um, and it got to a stage where Joe, my wife was like, you just need to, cause she's, she's so supportive. She, you know, I was earning like, you know, good money, like really good money yeah. at, at, at the brand. And to go from that to say, look, this is what we're gonna have to, live on because it yeah. wasn't it wasn't as much it's a big call it was, it was, to make as well yeah, like, you know you've, yeah. talked, you've like talked already a bit about how like you you know you're obviously career driven and you were like wanting progression mm. you're you're in a, a business that has got a big reputation you've had a yeah. good experience with that yeah. business you've worked for paul smith and clearly you know, wide driven yeah mm. and and when you've worked so hard to get to that to then just turn your back on yeah. it it kind of explain it kind of it's I think there'll be a lot of people listening that are in this a similar sort of position. They've like worked really hard throughout mm -hmm. their career, thinking that they're going to sort of develop and and grow into this, you know, yeah. these roles. And you've had to kind of step back and go, no, this isn't this isn't for me anymore. Things yeah. have changed. Yeah, you know, you. I think you've done what I think a lot of people need to do. You know, when when we talk about like getting businesses off the ground, too many people just go, I just want to do something different, and I'm going to go and do that. And then you know, you've built it up alongside your yeah. the job, which is yeah. which is bloody hard yeah it like, is you but know those those hours are tough mm. but you put yourself in a position to be able to go now we can step away yeah and just sam. focus on sam so igor <laughs> studio ninja yeah let's just talk let's talk a little bit about our sponsor and i was wondering about what we need to say in this little section because i really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business and yeah one thing that came up recently was in my own business was that i was thinking about whether i need to get a va on board mm -hmm. like do i need somebody that's going to help me just you know, perform some of the admin tasks. And when I looked at it and I re it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for, I realized that I don't actually do much admin. Yeah. And I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah. Everything's automated. Yeah. You know, my invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out. Email templates. Cha email templates, chasing up invoices. Yeah. You know, everything's fully automated to the point where it doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway. So it kind of defeats the whole point of a VA. So, for me, it is a very integral part of my business. Yeah. And I think when you're running a business, you're self-employed like we are, mm -hmm. you know, being efficient, yeah. being productive, making sure that things run in the right order. If you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task, you have to say to yourself, why am I repeating this? Automate it. Um, and if you can automate it, then that's it. And that's really where Studio Ninja fits in with me and my business. And they have very kindly given us a discount code, haven't they, for this podcast? So. Yeah. What's that discount code, Igor? Another idea. And another idea gets you 50% off your first annual subscription. Yeah. So it's just a no-brainer. I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Studio Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninja. I'd say, like, advice, like, not that I'm some kind of guru or anything, so I'm certainly not, but, like, what I found was essential was... You know, I was learning on the job, so like some of the stuff I was doing, I, I hadn't done because mm. you know it wasn't my fault. I'd always worked for you know completely different, in completely different roles, so it was like learn, 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 just constantly learn, constantly push yourself to change, like make new things that you you, you know that, that are out there, um, and then save some money. Like 
you know, for I was in a position where we, we had um, bonuses and things and I'd made sure that there was money in the bank that if I needed it, it was there. Because obviously, typically, <laughs> when I left, um, we were we were, fly, we were flying, honestly. We would, I think, I say, for, it won't sound a lot of money to a lot of people, but for saying I was doing it on the side, I think we were turning, you know, between 12 and 15K a month, which was great. And I thought, bloody hell, I can, this is Not fine. Not a bad little side This is fine. Stuff. Like, I'll, I'll yeah. be fine. Like, you know, I'll probably be able to nearly pay myself what I was on, like, and then I left and it just died. It absolutely died. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe it's just a quiet month. But it was that period of when all everything was released, the lockdowns were gone and they let everything open up. And I think people just, you know, weren't at home as much and that sort of buying habit stopped. But you so had a we, reason that you had a reason at that point to turn your act turn yourself around and go, uh, uh, guys, can I have my, can yeah, I have my job yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't, you stuck no, it out. No. No, it's uh, yeah. I, I didn't definitely didn't want to do that, and um, I think you've just got to be like people. I, I certainly was naive. Like I, I it, it's it was hard. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like you've got to make sure you you know. I think anybody that's been like, self-employed for yeah. longer than <laughs> yeah. three or four months will, yeah. will yeah. testify to that, won't yeah. they? Yeah. But it is inspiring, though, isn't it? Like I'm looking at you here, Igor. Yeah. Like just you know stepping away from a a job that's got a good salary, good benefits. You know, you probably had a decent pension. Yeah, yeah, you know, really good all, pension. All good perks. Yeah. Um, and you turn your back on it to go and stand in a cold shed. I know. <laughs> and, it's crazy. And, what and, a risk. And yeah. saw, saw wood. Yeah, um, yeah. But you've done it. it. And it's done just it, yeah. grown and seems to be going from strength to strength. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's like I said, I mean, I know people have touched on it before, but it's really hard. It's really hard, you know, particularly the first, I mean, what we're in our second year. The first year, I kind of, I don't, I count it, but it was like I was doing it part-time, so it's not. This is the you know we've had a first full year now, um, and it, we did triple we tripled the revenue which was great. I mean, but again, I was doing it part time, so it's kind of you know uh, hard to read. But it's yeah, it's it's great. It's gone it's gone really well. Um, we've been sat. I mean, we sell we sell furniture for like you know house. We sell homeware. We sell uh, garden planters. We sell garden tables, and then this commercial aspect of the business that. We started really with here, actually. Yeah, yeah. Really, if I'm honest, yeah. like we started here, it's just gone from strength. I, mean, I don't to want to take any credit. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, the, the Oracle. Yeah, the Oracle. yeah. Um, so. what, was, what was the what was the one about the planter? Was the planter one of the early things that you yeah, kind yeah. of started? Yeah, so um, we we were just basically going to do furniture. And we're whole... talking about garden planters on a yeah, yeah. business podcast. I, know, right? I mean, oh, we are just on another level. I here. know. Yeah, like the whole purpose of Timber Foundry was um, we want to use repurposed materials and we were just going to do furniture. So we were using like old whiskey barrels and things like that and we were sort of planing them down and everything, making them look new and just sort of recreating stuff. And um, and then one day my mum, it was it was start of COVID, she'd just done a garden and she was like, I can't get a planter. Like, you know, when everything was sold, you couldn't get anything, could you? Yeah, you yeah. literally, yeah, everything like, was sold everything out. Everything was gone. Yeah. Like, You'd go on B&Q and you had to wait. There was a timer that you had to wait before you could actually shop. And it was like yeah. 30 minutes. Um, and then I, she was like, oh, I can't get a planter. Could you, you know, I want something. We had a chat. I said like, oh yeah, this, we could do this contemporary design, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, not one at all. This was, I was in the shed at the time and um, put it in a garden, took a few fit photos and it, it just went mad. Like, honestly, like I put it on Etsy. I was saying to Igor earlier when we were chatting, somehow blagged it on, because I'm no SEO expert, but blagged it onto page one. I don't know how we did it. Um, and it just, it's just started, again, I, I remember being on Zoom calls and my phone would be beeping and I'd be like, oh, 
sold again. And I'd be like, oh, it's gone again. And then at like an hour later, it'd go again. And I was like, oh God. And then, uh, you know. I, I, and you're still at no face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still there, yeah. And um, Probably thinking, I've got to make them now. And I was like, shit, yeah. I've got to get up there tonight. And you know, Joe, I'm not gonna be home again. Um, and then, yeah, and then it starts bubbling away. And um, yeah, I mean, go, it, it sort of, it's still growing now. And I was saying, it's like, you know, it's probably been at times like 80% of our turnover has been this one planter, which that is, is crazy. Incredible. But it's, it's a, you know, it's a six figure product in terms of sales yeah. on its own. And it just shows as ridiculous. well, because it's, it's not something that you sort of like saw. No, <laughs> it's literally, no, it's not, it's <laughs> not. You, you, couldn't have written, even, you couldn't have written that into no. your business plan. And where would, be, where would it be without it? Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Cause Thanks, I, I, if, I'm Maxwell. It, yeah, <laughs> if I'm honest, like, you know, if, if I hadn't had that revenue from that planter, I don't, I don't know if it'd have been, still been doing it i don't know because yeah. it is you know and, that, and that's kind of allowed your business to grow it's allowed yeah. you to pursue other product lines exactly and it, it might not be like for, for your business it might not be like the most glamorous of products no like the prestige that you're going to get yeah, with yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fine dining yeah. table yeah and we kind of joked about it being a planter but actually like that product has allowed you to scale the rest of your business yeah. to grow yeah, yeah. um has your mum taken commission for that no <laughs> <laughs> yeah bless her i did i did text her like because i don't think she Obviously, I don't talk to her all the time about the business. You know, we have chats and stuff, but she doesn't realize. I, she don't realize. I, I like. I don't. You know what it's like. You, you don't reflect, do you? You know, when you're busy, you just don't reflect enough on stuff. Yeah. And I was driving one day, and I was like, I can't believe that this planter's doing this. And I and I looked at the numbers, and I text. I text her, and I said, like, just to let you know, but you know that planter that you asked me to make. I've just we've spent this year thirty five thousand pound on wood for it, <laughs> just on that one. So how how and, much is that planter? How much has it brought into your business oh, over its lifetime? It's uh, it's hard to say because we do obviously standard versions of it, which has been great, and then we do bespoke versions. So people ask for different sizings yeah. on it. Now we're doing commercial stuff. So I was saying again to Igor earlier, we're sort of trying to partner with a company at the moment um, that wants someone. To, they, they manage a lot of um, bars and, and restaurants around the UK um, and they want someone to make the planters for and they want us to do it and fingers crossed it will happen but it's like huge numbers like yeah. huge, like business changing numbers yeah um, and it will allow us to keep growing and keep you know expanding and moving into bigger bigger premises and having people working there oh mate it's so amazing it's, it's what, would you, really what would you do if something like that happened um, let's say that account you get it mm. At the moment, you're working with your brother, right? Yeah, yeah. So Nick's, yeah, Nick um, does all the fabrication, basically. He yeah. doesn't really get involved in the wood. All the commercial stuff we do do together. Um, but it's it's me, and then I have people who um, come in and work work for us when, okay, when we so need. Okay, so you do have visit. those contacts yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I would, if we got that, I mean, because I know the numbers, we'd, we'd need to, like, expand, basically, into another unit. Um, and we'd need to take someone on full-time, basically. Yeah. But that's how I just I just plan. Like I, as long as I know the numbers and yeah. I know it works, it's like keep investing and keep growing. Yeah. Like don't stop. Because I think I think that's one thing that I've really admired from your business over the last year or two since we've started talking more about business stuff is that like you seem to know your limitations really well. Mm. And like even like just talk. And I mean that in a really yeah, in yeah. a really positive yeah. way. In that you know I remember having a conversation with you, God, eighteen months ago now about you were kind of saying to me, what can I do to take better photos of these products? And, and you sent me a photo of your space. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is going to be hard. And I know he's got no space. Yeah, You've got like yeah. a white paper backdrop yeah, in there. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit naff and yeah. a bit tatty. Yeah. And we're looking at like, what's the, like, 
the, the the best form of light you can get in there like some cheap led lights from amazon and and i was like mate it's just gonna be really hard like yeah. you're not gonna get to that level and fast forward you know where we are now and again this is another really admirable skill of yours is that like you've listened to this podcast you listen to the one of the very first episodes with ben and you're like i've taken I've, yeah, yeah i remember yeah. you texting me saying you took loads away from that episode yeah but you've also worked with jess who was yes. on here yeah. jess has yeah. done your brand images yeah. And you've also outsourced the product photography now to Rachel and Darius yeah. at Studio 74. Yeah. Because you can sort of see that, well, actually, it's going to cost me a bit of money. Yeah. But, but actually, what what's going to come back around is far greater than that. Yeah, investment. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just can't do it all, right? So, like, I mean, it's a big, you know, particularly with working with Rachel and Darius, um, it's a big investment, like, for us. As a small business, we, we had to make a whole range in stock. Um, and I think by the end, it was about 18 to 20k just to get that sh not not with them but just to make just the to make the actual yeah. product get it down to nottingham in two vans we've got to set it all up we've got people there get studio it's 20 grand you know yeah right? and it's, a, it's so it's a big investment you, you, you sent me some whatsapps of the early images I was yeah like, hey, they are they are just on another level now. yeah yeah that's it and they were, they were great at racing down like really really lovely people definitely recommend them to to anyone and we'll definitely be working with them again um but yeah they, they did a cracking job um but it was just Again, like and, and without that quality of imagery, we wouldn't be getting these commercial con contacts yeah. looking at our website, looking at photos I've took on my iPhone. They, they probably wouldn't be coming to us and saying, oh, can you do this and can you do that? Um, so yeah, it's, it's invaluable. So I think people really. are scared to make that investment, aren't they? Yeah. It's daunting. Yeah. They don't know. God. Huge people can say to you, oh, but it is worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you've just got to do it. Obviously, if you've got, you've got to get the money in there, but we're fortunate like i said we have that planter revenue that's always coming in that you know now this commercial revenue that does as we were saying earlier Igor, like allows me to be a little bit more flexible with what we're doing and, mm. and spend a little bit more in certain areas so but yeah it's just getting that balance really do you ever see that changing in terms of like um niching down to specific specific products yeah rather than just the planter or I guess here's here's a better way of saying it, sort of like yeah, rather than going no volume sense. rather than going volume base, <laughs> yeah, yeah, niching down to specific products that you know that you would sell in terms of like yeah. high revenue, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a couple of different elements to it where we could split the business in three, really. So we could have planter or mm -hmm. garden website, we could have furniture website, we could have commercial website, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, but then also, yeah, in terms of like the product mix, I think we were chatting earlier, weren't we, about when we started, we were probably doing more on furniture in commercial styles. So we were going after volume a little bit more. Um, the problem is that there's so many people doing it, like mm. so many. And a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of furniture um, businesses in the UK buy uh, their steel legs from one supplier. Um, so they're all the same, exactly the same. Just different, just different wood top, yeah. basically. But customers don't know that because it's just, yeah. you know, they're just seeing it on different websites. So depending Obviously. on your branding and depending on, yeah, on your yeah. brand really, <laughs> price is going to be completely different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whereas the product yeah. is pretty yeah. much the same. Yeah, as well. Nick obviously makes everything for us. That's a pretty um, big myth that's just been blown out of the water, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, it, I mean, they do, I won't mention the company, but they do, a product really really well that they've sold they were the kind of the founders of uh, a leg a table leg um but they do all these kind of box section steel legs as well but like you can get a trade account and 
honestly, it's probably 90% of the business do, the companies doing that style buy from yeah. them. So they're all the same. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of got stuck a little bit in that kind of commercial trap of wanting to go after that kind of, yeah, style that people really, really wanted. But you get pulled into battles on pricing. And because we use it, you know, use it fully sustain. I mean, all our woods um, is reclaimed from a, a, a restoration, a, sorry, not rest, a, a guy who demolishes buildings, basically. Um, so it's old roof beams and um, we get them as roof beams. Wow. And we have to mill them. You know, it's more work than buying. Yeah. Why do like it? Most, Why do it that way? Just because it was kind of what we said, the principle of like what we set up is like, we want to be as sustainable as we possibly can be. Amazing. Um, and there is no, you know, it's like, you can see other brands and they say like, you know, oh, yeah, we've got this um, reclaimed wood from Indonesian washed up water on the beaches and, and it might be true, I don't know, but like, <laughs> but you don't know, do you? Like, is, is, is it, is it yeah. how much wood's washing up? Like, yeah, yeah. these beaches. Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> it, and they're selling it in volume, so it's like, so, but I, I can't be any more honest than like, say, come and look at a roof beam in the workshop. It is what it is. It's, that's what, it's reclaimed. It's, you know, we're not buying new timber. Um, so yeah, um, completely lost where I was going with this, but um yeah, so from a pricing perspective, it's more, it's more, a lot more work with how we make tables. You yeah. know, we've got to make sure they're dry enough because woods, you know, can move as soon as it goes in someone's centrally heated home. If it's not at the right optimum, um, if it's not got, if, if it's too wet, it'll move, it'll split, it'll crack. Um, so there's all that. You've got to climatize it. You've got to acclimatize really. it. Um, you've got um, to repair it. So it might, but then you don't want to repair it too much. So every single piece is completely different. Like you can't, it's not uniformed, like you're getting it and you go, right, I need to do that, did it? It's all different. So there's loads of work in it. Obviously the steel is all uh, UK forged steel that we use um, and Nick fabricates it for us. So we can't really compete at that level that we were trying to compete at is what I'm saying, I think. And um, so, yeah, when we did the stuff for Rachel and Darius, it was like, I was just kind of like, well, you know what? Let's just do stuff like completely different. And again, when we were going back to that revenue piece on commercial and planters, it allows us to do that because we can have a little bit of fun with it. And obviously we want to sell it, like 100% yeah, yeah. we want to sell it. But I just think like, it's so much stuff the same. Like, why not just try and do something completely different? So we did. And you, you have know, to remind yourself what happened with the planter. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, it's like you yeah. gave it a try, yeah. you tried it and yeah. look where it went. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, some of these styles that, you know, we, we know we're not going to sell them in volume, but they're like halo pieces. You know, people will look at it and yeah, we've invested money in making it, but people will look at it and be like, wow, like, look I at that. that. There's yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. Like, it's completely different. Um, that, that sustainability as well and those those halo pieces, they're, they're ultimately what's like that combination of, it's not just one thing, is it? No. It's... You know, the, the branding and the imagery that you've invested in, it's yeah. those investment pieces that you have decided to give a shot on. It's, you know, the the complete, it's the sustainability. It's all of those things that tie together that ultimately separate your business from just a run of the mill. Yeah, yeah. You know, furniture place, yeah. Furniture place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not easy doing it. Like no. I said, like more work, you know, more expensive. Like it's not, you'd think the wood buying it from roof beams it'd be like you know you'd be getting it for a five or something that's what people probably presume <laughs> but it's not it's more than the new wood that you buy um yeah longer longer work like you know we're not just buying legs in nick's making them from scratch yeah. so yeah all the all these processes are just you know any pieces yeah. that you've absolutely loved creating or 
pieces that customers were just blown away and you just loved the whole experience of it really. yeah I, I love doing stuff that won't sell <laughs> I, love to, <laughs> I love making stuff that's just like so wacky that people like just be like what is that like yeah so we did we did um like my brother hates me because i i'm very much like the creative like i, I kind of like get ideas and i'm like right Scrap, you know, put them down a piece yeah. of paper. Like Nick, we need to make this, and he's very like engineering minded, like cutting to the millimeter perfection. Yeah, wants it all on a CADD drawing, and like there's me, like Nick, I'm back for fag packet. Like, we, need to, <laughs> we, need to, we need to make this. Um, but yeah, we made we made a we made a couple recently, which was like um, a steel rebar base table that was like is traditionally used in like concrete. You know the the steel bars they put in concrete, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. some really chunky ones, and we angled them. At a certain angle which makes them look like they're kind of almost bent like a bit it's a bit deceptive um, and then it had like a really nice walnut top um with glass in the middle which again it's just just so just really different basically there's nothing wow. like it so, um, so you literally got four mediums there yeah yeah basically it's just like fusing all these things together and then there was another one which was based and yeah nick hated making this but it was based on um like a branch that fell from a tree so like the base was steel, but it had all these kind of bits that were kind of random, like just as long as it supported it perfectly, but they were all kind of random pieces coming off that looked like twigs and everything. And then we put like a massive walnut top on that. So yeah, it's just like, but I love making those sort of things. Like it's just really cool, like really cool. And they're like, atten they're attention grabbing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like so people see them. And separate you again from, yeah. from, your, from, from, the, from the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. And people see it and they're like, oh, wow, you know, but it, they're, you know, they're not cheap because they take like a lot of time. And yeah. you know, like the walnut is probably like the most expensive timber there is at the minute. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not cheap, but it's, it's kind of a different consumer, yeah. isn't it? I think um, I think already in this chat, Igor, it's like the, the standout points for me straight away are like just how hard it is to get a business off the ground, mm -hmm. like never take it lightly yeah. and just assume that it's just like effortless. Yeah. I've got this idea, I'm going to just give it a shot and see what happens. <laughs> it's bloody hard. But also just like the importance of just taking that risk. Yeah. Like no one really knows today. No. Like you don't know. You don't know. No. Where it's going to go. All no. you can do is kind of come up with a bit of a plan, execute it to the best of your ability, yeah. work hard at it. You know, you've obviously got that work ethic and that that drive. Yeah, um, yeah. And ju just kind of hope for the best. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, what? You know, and then and then just like, you know, I, I think like the plants is a prime example. Really, it's just recognising when you've got something that's going to work, mm. and just dialing it up. I think when we talked about pillars as well, that made me think of like Ben's episode. He talked about the pillars of his business, didn't he? And I think we've all come away from that one and gone, oh, yeah. yeah, I've got these pillars in my business. I'm going to try and separate them out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. No one knows, do they? No, you really don't. <laughs> if anyone out there has got it all figured out, uh, please do let us know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's good. It's like um, what's it's like. I always think like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, I know like people. There's a lot of people, isn't there, in jobs that are you know comfortable and they do worry that if they did it, but but what's going to happen? Like, you're going to well, get, another, get another job. You can be. Like, you can be. You're as likely to be made redundant as you are. Yeah. Your business to fail. So yeah. I'd rather give a shot on my own business than be laid off by somebody. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, can we talk about customer service? We can. Let's go into customer <laughs> service, because yeah. I'm like, I'm making it, I'm confident a bit with this Because <laughs> of our old chats about well, no, just be, I just think it's. I just think it's a, a side of a business that so often gets neglected or just overlooked. And I think we kind of take it for granted what we do as businesses. Like, I think we've all got a good level of customer service. But like, you know, I've recently, I don't think they're going to listen to this podcast, but we were we've had our kitchen done recently. And once I paid them money, still I paid for the kitchen. 
that the customer service has gone out of the window. They don't respond, they don't answer. You're like, it's only little things. But like, where, it all compounds the, yeah. and it creates an experience. Yeah, we went for it. We walked. We, we all walked for coffee, didn't we earlier? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we walked down the road. It was like a ten minute walk, and there's a sign on the door saying, you know, closed today for staff training. It's like, yeah. it was closed the other week on a Monday randomly, and you're like, that's just that's put me off a little bit. I remember you talking to me a year or so ago about going into a, a, a timber yard. Oh yeah. And yeah. just being like, I can't. I, I think you said to me. I just can't believe how rude they are. Oh, mate, you would not believe timber yards. Like, if I had enough money to start a timber yard, oh, you, you just clean up. You how much do we need up. to start a timber a yard? A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's um, but then going back to that point on the tradesmen and stuff, I always think like it's just 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 case of them not having that experience you've had. Yeah, like they haven't had that interaction with different people that can make them like almost like a social comedian talk to people differently mm. understand service it's just not their background is it and they mm. probably don't even think they're doing anything wrong necessarily but when you're used to providing that service yourself it, it really is you know evident isn't it yeah I <laughs> so. think me, me and Murder talked about it yesterday in the office briefly we were talking about how like you know your customer service has to be at that level throughout every single touch point of the customer journey mm. it can't just be there when you want the money no it's got to be there after you've delivered the product or even if you're not available it's like even if yeah. i think of like if i get an inquiry like nine times out of ten i'll, I'll always try and go back to them and say look i'm really sorry i'm not available but have you tried these guys mm. you know always you know always thinking like can i give them a good experience so that they might go away and go oh this guy wasn't available for us but he looked great and he came across really well yeah you just never know do no. you there's got to be an element of care there that surpasses that sort of like I don't know. You, you've got to care for it. You've got to be passionate yeah. about what you're doing and actually care for your customer in order to kind of like get that experience really across because otherwise it's just doesn't You just doesn't get found out, out sooner, yeah. sooner rather than later, yeah. don't you? Because mm. if you're doing just simply solely for the money, it's literally your experience, isn't it? Yeah. As soon as it, it lands in the bank account, see ya. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think um, there's so much talk these days of like SEO and paid ads and various other technical details which are obviously really important don't get me wrong um but service for me is like like you said it's it's almost like it's become slightly overlooked i don't know because i mean we get so much repeat business just from being like providing a good service you know giving them just everything really along the journey and it's difficult it's hard when you've got a commerce business on your own because like i guess that sort of it's hard to switch off and you know like for example customers sometimes shop in the evenings right and they'll be on your website and they'll be sending messages and it's like eight o'clock nine o'clock but if you don't respond like you've lost that customer yeah. really and that's really hard with that life balance but certainly for the first as you're getting it off the ground you need to be all over that and you need to, you know customers some of them are very impulsive so they might see something where oh, i really like that but they might have a question and they want to ask you at that point at nine o'clock and then they might buy if you don't go back to them like the next day they're at work they've forgot they've moved on and or they've bought something else so it's it's really difficult but yeah we we always try and like with it doesn't matter how busy we are but we try and go back to people like within you know 30 minutes all the time so if it's me if i'm on site maybe joe will do it or nick, or nick, nick might do it um and then like providing the aftercare as well so making sure the customer's aware of like care instructions for products um delivery you know making sure they're having we, you know we do a lot of deliveries ourselves in our van but um giving them you know time slots giving them texts when we're nearby making sure we carry it in set everything up for them have a chat 
you know and you get repeat business just get naturally get yeah like personal dpd yeah 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 exactly yeah (laughs) well we've talked about whether you have to outsource that at some point but it's really hard to then it's hard you know, get that especially with word service. it's heavy and you pay by weight don't you yeah exactly yeah yeah you for us like we've tried we have tried outsourcing careers um we, you just you, I, unless i'm missing something you just it's really hard like if you're delivering a table that's <laughs> I, mean, I made the kids watch yeah. it i made the kids watch ace ventura pet detective last night <laughs> <laughs> and it's where he's uh he's delivering that glass parcel at the beginning of the oh, film yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just kicking it down the corridor <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just uh, just made me think of that like how important is it like to deliver that level of, of service like all the like once not just once they've made the sale like not just once you made the sale like beyond that yeah you know how how, how vital is it i mean i know you talk about repeat custom but Surely it's just about providing a good experience, full stop, for that customer, anyway. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we without the idea, without the motive of going, we're going to get some repeat customer from this. Yeah, yeah. It's just just standard, really. Um, and yeah, we to be honest, we check in on people. Like, I always try and because we do build relationships, particularly with we're not selling furniture at a volume that it's just flying out the door, left, right, and centre, being like, completely transparent. And so when we do sell, like it is like a personal journey, really, from the customer. We do a lot of bespoke stuff, so. A customer might come to us with an idea, so we have a long chat with them, then we go away, we'll cut it up and do some renders for them. They okay it, then we make, you know, we deliver it ourselves, so we'll meet the meeting, the people. I've had loads of like, particularly in London, we get a lot, and uh, people are like, like young couples as well, and they're like, it's really nice to just like, meet the person who's made it and like, have a chat. And they're like, you know, we've tried, we, we looked at other companies, but it just was very robotic in responses and, you know, information coming back. So it's, has anyone ever made you carry like a 50 kilo piece of timber up um, three flights of an industrial um, unit? Yeah, before? there was this one guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Igor, I did not oh miss those Lord. steps. That was, that, was, yeah. that was challenging. People won't see it on this shot because it's oh, in you the studio. Right? You're right. Yeah. You're right. No, I wasn't. I was behind you. Just check. Are you okay, James? Are you okay? Because <laughs> we literally yeah. arrived at the same time and I was thinking, yeah you coming up these stairs with yeah. oh yeah yeah you, yeah it was the table that, oh i was on about the table oh, when the i desk. was the yeah, desk yeah 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 it's yeah, yeah. a meaty right. piece isn't it yeah you do you get that a lot where um you can put it on your website as much as you want about please let us know if there's any access you know special access requirements yeah. or it's on da, 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 and it's like you buy it and then you turn up and it's like oh okay yeah. it's, up there. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 10 floors doesn't fit in the lift so yeah yeah we get that quite a lot but yeah yeah my notes have gone to sleep, Igor. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like uh, hold on one second, Max. We don't sorry. normally cut bits out. No, um, sorry. No, that's good. Um, anything that you sort of like thinking of investing in your business at the moment? Because obviously you've built it to a really good standard. Mm. You should be rather proud of it because, yeah, um, it's from someone looking at far, at least me and, and me and everything else. It, it's yeah. good going. You, you've built something that you mm. should be rather proud of. But is there something that you really want to invest in at the moment for the business in order to just grow? Um, yeah, the, I guess the next thing for us, um, Sam and I are talking about this morning, it's probably like more of the advertising because we just don't really, we don't do anything really. We have it, which is, you know, amazing really that we've managed to get to where we are. But um, as you know, it's like becoming more and more difficult, like social media, the algorithms, it's like you put products on there, it's not being seen by hardly anybody. Mm. Um, 
So yeah, the, the, the natural thing for us is investing in that ads, but it's a space I'm not massively familiar with. Um, I think we it's were chatting about field, it. Isn't it. Yeah, and I've had, you know I've had a go at doing it myself, and I can I can I can do it to a standard, but I'm nowhere near an expert. Um, so that's kind of for us the next point to kind of get someone in, or yeah, look at an agency basically to sort of outsource that to. Yeah. Um, but it comes with big 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 investment, and it. and it is big. And unless you get, I always think people because I have I've had conversations, and they're like, yeah, we've had a return on investment of eight on this product, and it's like a product that's twenty five quid. And it's like that's but but it's that you will buy yeah. that impulsively. I always yeah. think if you like, I always think with Facebook, like it, it's never really it did in the early days before the update, the iOS updates that, that they had, it was a great source of revenue for us with posting. And then that came in and it just died. And we do a little, you know, we do do a little, I mean, we, we get really good engagement and everything. And some of the reels we've done more recently have had real for us for a small business have had great reach. Um, but we don't get lots of business from it. But I always think if you're seeing a table on Facebook at, I don't know, a thousand pounds, say, it's not, again, you might have a look at it when you're scrolling. But... You take 50 quid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's it, that's yeah, it. yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's very different to, it's hard to gauge because. So how do you find your customers at the moment? What sort just, of like driving business in? Just organically from the website, from SEO. We started yeah. on Etsy. Um, it was really hard to read because of the pandemic and Etsy had a massive spike. Like we were getting, you know, two and a half thousand visits a day organically on Etsy, on our store, which wow. was just, it's gone right down now. Obviously, pre, you know, you're down sort of 500-ish. Um, so we did, we did that and then we sort of, we started our website about a year ago. Um, and it's really interesting to see it because it's organically sort of now outselling Etsy which is amazing because Etsy, if anyone thinks Etsy are oh, like, it's a great it's a great marketplace, but the fees, mm. honestly, you wouldn't believe. Um, so you can be, sometimes, we've had situations where we've sold something and lost money on it because we can't make, because they've took that many fees. So the they charge you, when you get to a certain volume of sales, you, you automatically get enrolled into their Google ads program. So if you if they sell a product through Google Ads, it's uh, I might get this wrong. It's between I think it's twelve and a half percent fee just for that ad. Then you've got your seller's fee, which I think six and a half percent, and there's various other little bits and bobs. So yeah. By the, the time, by the time like you look at it, it's massive. Easily. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, it can be more. Um, so it's it, it's can be a bit of a killer on uh, on on margin. So yeah, it's nice to see the website. And and actually, I said to Joe the other day, I was like, I just feel like turning it off like Etsy, because it is, it does drain you. But you're just working margin. towards that next stage, aren't yeah, you? Know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's served its purpose. It's yeah. done, done really well for you, yeah. but, but maybe in six months, 12 months, 18, we, whatever, it might yeah. be time to start going. Yeah, absolutely. Do you still sell the planters through through Etsy or is yeah. it through, through your website? Through both, really. Through both. Yeah, okay. yeah, through both. Um, and, it, and it is good. Like a lot, a lot of people have seen stuff on Etsy, then they'll come to us direct, you know, because um, they understand, you know, the challenges on Etsy. But it, it has got a good reach, ultimately. Yeah. Like, yeah, they do that's, what put, that's what you're paying yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you're almost using it as a marketing thing and you're making sure the prices reflect the charges, yeah. Yeah. essentially. I think, I think the big takeaway for a lot of people listening here is that you know, we're talking about Etsy, we're talking about Facebook and your website, is that it's just like the landscape's always going to shift. Yeah. yeah. You've, it's up to you as a business owner to, to adapt shift with that. and to yeah. shift with it and to realise where you need to pivot and move yeah. to and yeah. where your customers are going to find you, whether you have to pay for that, whether it's organic, you know, whether it's worth your time or not worth your time. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're constantly making those decisions, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. And it's hard as well to like, 
there's so many different demographics of people and like i know you guys talk a lot on social media and obviously we do, we get we get people but we also just get people who see us and just they just buy like they don't even they're not bothered about the brand no, i don't mean that in a bad but they, they just see the products they like it and they buy it you know so it's such a mix to like yeah, know where yeah. to put your money like google ads you know is probably we don't do a lot on it at all i think like we've got a really small spend at the moment but it does bring people because people go and shop in they're looking for something to buy so if they type in table they're looking for a dining table yeah as opposed to and facebook and this is this is where now for you as a as a business having those halo you kind of refer to them as like a halo piece yeah yeah and also brand imagery that that backs it up yeah instantly like when people are scrolling on that feed they're yeah. like oh hold on oh this, yeah, this yeah. Is cool. it's not shot on an iphone and yeah. it yeah. away. It's really good <laughs> you know, standard yeah. and it's quite unique oh i like how that yeah they might not buy that product but yeah. it gets them in yeah. yeah it just shows them doesn't it yeah so yeah that's where facebook's i think people scroll and they might see something but they're not necessarily looking to purchase so google ads seems to be for us the, the kind of way to go forward i think yeah are you um have you managed to avoid eating the teller off a spoon in January? No. 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 It's okay. not going it's not it's not going it's not going well, mate. Not I had like um I was, how, long, how long did you last? Oh, I think it well, it was pretty much that night, I think. That I, that, that I sent you the, you put the question. Form, yeah. you? you put it on your form, yeah. you've managed to avoid eating the yeah. teller off a spoon. I hate it when right? it's in the cupboard. I'm, I'm having it on that one. <laughs> it's so Moorish though, right? Have you, yeah. do, I don't know yeah. if you guys... Well, no, you, we, we constantly have in the house because our little girl, she absolutely loves it. Yeah, 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 yeah Pancakes yeah. and Nutella on the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the biscuit for me. Yeah. Like crack, crack cane. Oh, mate. I'm terrible with sweet stuff. I really am. I really am. But yeah. So... Where do you see the business going? Um, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because like I've got a plan, but like it just changes. <laughs> yeah, he has a plan. I have a plan <laughs> okay, like, guys. It just changes. Like yeah, like I never thought it'd be so big towards garden. Um, I never. I mean, I, I kind of planned the commercial thing, but it kind of happened quicker than I'd anticipated. Um, I think that that stream for us is is going to be re the next kind of. Um, the, ne the next real growth driver because like us, when we were chatting earlier the, you, know, you guys the, did a lot of chatting didn't you yeah we did yeah, we did. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was probing yeah, yeah but yeah the revenue stream there is, is, is big you know and um, there's some good contracts there that we're talking to people at the moment so that'll just allow us again like we were saying it just allows us to have freedom of what we do in other mm. areas really so it's whether or not we split the business not split the business but we have I think the website is if I'm honest, is becoming not not confusing, but there's a lot of stuff on there. There's yeah. a lot, like, you know, there's a lot of categories from tables, coffee tables, they've got our own lighting, we've got planters, we've got garden furniture, and you've got commercial stuff. Then you, So there's a lot on there. Yeah. So it's whether or not we say, right, okay, let's have these websites that just focus on that, you know, and just mm. do that. And also it's difficult in one location to make, if I sell... If we sell like I don't know, say we sell twenty plants in a week, and then you throw a couple of dining tables in, you can't do them at the same time because you've got to, you know, we spray varnish everything. If you're cutting planters, you've got dust flying around. You know, it's really difficult. It's a real juggling act. Yeah. So, yeah, just kind of like focusing on what what we want to do and and how we want to do it. And I think splitting it may be the answer. So, what you guys think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It kind of makes it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? And I, I don't think you ever know until you do it. No, um, I think no. like from our industry that uh, the similar parallel would be when you see photographers showing that they're you know 
they're a wedding photographer, but they also do families and they do commercial work. You know, yeah. commercial work. Yeah, that's like, it. Yeah, you know, they, Which, they're quite jarring, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Consu- if you go to that as a consumer, you literally get to a landing page and you've got yeah. wedding, commercial, portrait. I think, yeah. I think for you, you click on the one I think and then yeah. go down the rabbit hole. I'm not sure I'd split out the home. I think homeware and garden kind of would work together. I think the commercial stuff I would would definitely separate. Mm. Yeah. I don't think anybody that's looking for an office uh, for a coffee table is going to be like looking at your commercial work no, and thinking no, yeah, that's yeah. kind of a distraction isn't it yeah it is yeah um but it's just the next it's the next stage isn't it yeah yeah that's it and i think like the commercial like i mean a commercial website and shit particularly now because we're getting a bit of a catalog of stuff we've done and i think there's such a market i mean there, there's certainly people who do 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 commercial um but a lot of it's kind of very standard standardized so like when we were chatting about your glass for hmm. example and oh, the, the amount of comments I get on the studio. Yeah, it's like, true. Oh, great. You know, when they come in. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, I'm like, I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Carried it all up. Carried it all up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but you, you know, you go to a company and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, we can put glass over it, but it would be like a glass door frame that is, you know, supplied everywhere. So everywhere, it's, they're all the same. Mm. They buy it in, they fit it. So I, can remember, I can remember Nick coming again, oh, we'll just make that for you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. okay, great. Yeah, and that's why yeah. Nick is like absolutely yeah. valuable because, I mean, even when we were chatting and you, I remember coming down the first time and you were like, yeah, I want to put a roof in here. And I was standing there going, fuck it, what? Like, what's what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm going to do that and get a roof up there. And, and then Nick comes in and he's just like so, because he's done so many commercial fits, you know, for like big places in London, you know, he's manufactured the stuff. So his mind just, he'll come in and it'll just be like, yeah, that he there, can see it. that there, that needs to be like this. And, it, and it's, I'm just like, all right, yeah. there you go. Yeah. You, you saw that, Nick, bless him. Um, and yeah, he's, he's great. But yeah, I think like we were just we were working in, um, in Derby this week for, with, um, with the guys at Aimtree Brands who do um, Man Cave and Six Ways. And Alex was the same. He came here and I knew Alex from, from Limeys and Cruise yeah, Days. Yeah. And he ran, he ran me and said, like, oh, yeah, we kind of want to replicate something similar to, to Brickwork. Um, so we just sort of designed it for him. And, it, and he had it, you know, and it's bespoke. Thieving bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my head, I was thinking, Sam's, okay. Sam's not going to like that. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Word. Exactly the same word. But no, that's I was amazing. Ask him, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I was going to ask him on the podcast, but now he can. Yeah, I'm yeah it's just like, but it's giving that bespoke element to what people want. Like, yes, we're not it. We're not standardized. We're not going to come in and say, yeah, we'll build this. And we'll use that. It's like, well, actually, do you want the glass like this, or do you want the metalwork? We can do. We've got the ability because of my brother with what he does. It's just to do anything. Yeah. So it's kind of how creative you want to get and how wacky you want to get. And I don't think there's many businesses like that. And we're finding that in the commercial sector. Yeah. Like I was talking to you about that desk that we're yeah, working yeah. on at the moment, which is like for an architectural firm, um, and it's huge. You know, it's this huge kind of birch plywood desk, which is come with its own challenges in sourcing the I mean, the, the Baltic birch comes from Russia. So since the war, nothing's come into the country at all because of the yeah. sanctions. So we did all the all the designing and all the, all the pricing. <laughs> and then, I, went to, I, I went to get it and I'm like, oh, you haven't got any? I went around the net. Oh, you haven't got, oh, oh no. So that was yeah. a, bit of a bit of a stress. But anyway, we sorted that. I mean, you and, say big um, desk, it's like nine meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's quite it's a very interesting shape, but it's like something completely like, it's just there's nothing what a like project. it yeah. it's exciting it's yeah, like what it's a great project. any so, any sign of going back to the corporate world uh, Max no, sitting me on a desk yeah, yeah. well I mean I, I I didn't you know like I said I had some great experiences I wouldn't there's nothing I regret yeah. like, and 
you know, we all have wobbles, don't we? I mean, oh, sometimes I have wobbles and I'm like, oh, maybe it's just... Because I think it was um, the guys who were on from Abel, and lo- lovely guys. Yeah, like, Cat Nash. Yeah, very envious of where they live as well. And um, they were saying, like, the easiest thing is just to get a job. And there's times where, you know, you've got to be, like, relentless, particularly those early years, because if you're not, like, there's always someone in there, like, trying to outwork you or do more than you. And you've just got to work and work. And it might come at, like unfortunately like you've got to sacrifice family time or your friend you know friend time and things like that and you but you've got to do it and it's not it's not like i said about being a little bit naive at the start like i probably didn't realize i thought i'd probably have more time at home um but actually the reality is even though i'm only five minutes from home i don't um but you know it it comes with its own benefits doesn't it like i said to you i managed to get you know three weeks off at christmas this year like i had last year i had um I mean, I, you know, I worked for it, but I had like a lot of little little van holidays in our little camper van. Um, and one of them, you know, I was just able to go, you know what, let's just stay another week. Like those little things <laughs> that you just don't get. The flexibility um, of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But, but like, I don't regret, like the corporate stuff was great. I, some of the roles were brilliant and like, I learned loads from them. So never say never, but like at the moment, like fully focused on this and trying yeah, to, to drive this. If you were to start again, is there anything that you would have done differently? Um, yeah, I probably, I'd have probably done it with someone else, like mm-hmm. as well, I think, because it's a lot of work, like UK manufacturing, like one person is, you know, it's a lot of work for one person, like a lot. And you, you know, you're getting deliveries and massive, pa- just even like moving things around, like, you know, it's things you don't think about, yeah. you know, got to make stuff on your own. It's just, it's just a challenge. Um, I probably would have. Yeah, linked up with someone, I think, from at the beginning and done that. I'm not saying that has to be the case in every industry. It just depends, doesn't it? But in yeah, my industry with... Like, you don't know that until you... No. You, you won't have known that until you were in the situation... Situation where you can actually have someone in. You have yeah. to figure that out. No, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Imagine two of you in the shed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's warm in here, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just... I mean, I had some great help. Like, I've got a friend... Um, Greg, who's uh, he's a chef at one of the Chatsworth pubs, and obviously when everything shut down, like hospitality was just gone. Wasn't it? I mean, it was like he was off for I think he was off for over a year, but he was an absolute legend. He like it. I'd go up to work at like seven o'clock, knowing that I'd be there till two, and he'd just turn up and like he worked. He, he did. He, he worked for free. He never asked for anything. Like he'd just come up and he'd just help and like do. And he, I've got I looked at photos the other day actually, and there's like in our old unit, which was a small sort of box unit and he's like on the floor and it's literally just wood everywhere stacked planters stacked everywhere and he's just on the floor like drilling and i'm like jesus christ that's crazy um so yeah i probably would have certainly started it with someone else or got someone in a little bit earlier maybe but it's hard because you're like you're building it you you know your money's got to come in you've got to be turning over certain amounts to do that so it's a bit a real balancing act so I just, I, I just think it's really admirable that you've that you've made that leap and that you, you know, you had every right to turn around and go, "No, this isn't going to work," or like you found that you hit a rough patch within the first yeah. month or two, yeah, and you stuck it out and you've just slow, you know, like you've not gone out all guns blazing, just slowly but surely, just building each year, reinvesting. I can remember you saying to me last year, like you'd spent five or six grand on a some sort of industrial kit yeah yeah and it was just like that's yeah. gone now but actually you know this is this is you all you know through and through is that you kind of then caveated that with but it's going to allow me to do this yeah yeah you know like you've invested in your photography but it's going to allow you to do this yeah. there's always like a, a reason for it yeah um and your business has just it's just 
really going from strength to strength, yeah. but at a nice, nice, steady pace. Mm. Um, it's just I'm just I'm just looking forward to seeing where it goes over the next yeah. sort of two, two, three years. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's um, it's exciting. I think like with the you saying about buying things and like it was that was a benefit of obviously working. Like when I was working, I didn't rely on any money, so I take jobs on that were probably we didn't have things that we needed, but that would allow me to get that. That was always the plan. So yeah. we take work on. And then I think we were saying earlier, Eagle, it's pro it's a bit, I, I'm terrible for saying yes to things, but like if jobs come in that are very complicated, a lot of people are just saying, I can't do that. But I'm just like, yeah, we'll do it. And then we'll figure it out and we'll do it. And it's just, and the amount of learnings you get from doing yeah, that. And it. I'm not saying that's, the, it's probably not always the right thing to do at all, but I've learned so, so much from taking on projects that I've that come in and I've gone, right, okay, how are we going to do this? And then me and Nick will sit down and we'll slowly by surely plan it out, work it out, and then we'll get on. And then it's like, oh, it's done. Mm. Amazing. I think we can relate to that. There can't be yeah. yeah. photographers. Yeah. You know, like you say yes to jobs that you're like, can't really, can I do that? Like, yeah, like, is that, I've we... got a lot of work that yeah, month, yeah. but I'm going to do it. Or commercial work comes in when I've got like, you know, three weddings on the weekend. Yeah. This is like, you know, five, six years ago now. But, you know, those situations teach you something, don't they? Mm. You just have to kind of refine the process, don't you, over the years and hopefully get to a stage where you can start to go yeah, yeah. I don't need to do that work anymore I'm going to focus on this now mm. but you do you do have to work hard you have to say yes to everything and just give it a give it a shot absolutely um, and I think the studio is a perfect example of it really now you you're doing yeah, a similar yeah. Po project and yeah. I can see many more coming really so yeah yeah it just shows yeah that's it it's uh it's great it's I think again like linking back to the customer services as we're talking about tradesmen I think that again gives us an extra benefit because we're providing like a really strong service when these commercial clients are getting involved. And we go back to the Woodyard conversation and like the services, like you wouldn't, you know, like recently I went to a, uh, we ordered some timber and it was like for a special thing and it was like a couple, uh, two or three grand, I can't remember exactly. So a lot of money, you know, and it was a first purchase with this Woodyard and um, it all came in and it, it was, really bad like it was all bowed and it was all cut so i spoke to the guy couldn't deliver it couldn't re-deliver it like until a week later which was just too late so i drove up to i won't say where it is but i drove up north, <laughs> i drove up north and um i said look i'm gonna come and change it is that okay he said yeah yeah just see this guy in in the hardwood shed so i drove up and um i got there and there's no one there so i rang this this sales guy and he's like, oh, he's on his lunch. Um, <laughs> and I said, I'm like, okay. A three hour lunch. I'm like, okay, like, um, is there anyone else who could come out? And he's like, I'm gonna try and ring you, I'm trying to ring you. So I'm like walking around, I was really rushing and I had to go to Manchester after. And I was like, oh, like, where is this guy? I'm like walking around, then I saw another guy and he's like, oh yeah, I'll just be sat in one of these cars down here. He won't get out till his lunch is done. I'm like, all right okay <laughs> so i'm like looking in these car windows like and then about like literally I was, I was there for like 45 minutes stood there and then all of a sudden this door opens this car and he's like comes out and he's like hey oh you're right i'm like yeah yeah just come to swap oh oh right yeah and it's like oh, you know, come on like i need to crack yeah. on brilliant but that's what it, it's just that it's just that's how it is like yeah. you know but it's like dealing with those situations and not not getting stressed, just accepting. Like, yeah. what, what, what are you going to do about it? Like, you just yeah. got to deal with it. So, yeah, funny. We love to finish the podcast with the good old question of if fourteen-year-old oh, James Maxwell, um, if you met him, what 
sort of advice would you give him at that sort of oh, stage? I mean, I'm expecting a good one here because Max listens to the podcast. I know yeah, it's, so he knows. Like, he knows. So he knows. Got he, he knew. Yeah. You knew this was coming. No, but you don't always ask that, do you? <laughs> well, we have. I mean, you haven't listened to it recently, have you? I thought I that's three right, months. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> so this is like, awkward. Whoosh. No, it was on the Cat Lashes. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. But anyway, so that's the question. Um, God, 14. Jeez, I was a very different person at 14. Mm-hmm. Um, what would I do? differently um i know what i do like in fact i thought this morning as i pulled into derby rugby club um yeah i said um as i pulled in i was like oh i haven't been here since i was i was probably actually 14. i was playing for derby yeah and i was with a lad at school um and we i was like a pro you might imagine deirdre barlow in glasses that was me as a kid like proper like not sporty like very you know that kid who stood in the middle of the football pitch and like couldn't kick the ball. That was me. <laughs> um, but then as I got older, like me and another lad at school shot up and we got invited to um, train at Derby. Anyway, joined Derby. And um, a Leicester Tigers scout came up to us and was like, will you come in the summer for like a, a trial? Because these kids have been playing all their lives and you've only just started. And um, I didn't go. <laughs> So I probably should have gone to that. <laughs> That's what I was thinking this morning as I pulled up. Because, like, imagine I'd be playing for Leicester, maybe. Yeah, just different opportunities. I'm playing with Wood, so, yeah, a little bit different. Random, sorry. I think, again, that's probably like a, like, you've, you've kind of, I think, like, been, been in that, just to go full circle back to, like, working in Limeys, and, like, that, that, that experience brings you out of your shell a bit, doesn't it? And oh, forces yeah, you massively. to kind of develop people skills. Mm. And I almost think it should be, like, kind of, you know, like cert, like service that you, that everybody should do at that that yeah. age because it's it just you, know, you can go to university, you can study whatever you want, but if you can't connect with people yeah, and speak it. to them on their level, like you're just at such a disadvantage. Yeah, you know, it's a real life skill, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah. And maybe had had that experience happened a few years later when you you, you kind of come out your shell a little bit. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have been like you saying no or not going to it. It was probably just a a reflection of you probably just being a bit shy or nervous. Yeah, I was, Whereas, yeah. You know, working at Lime is working on that shop floor and having to, in, like, force yourself to engage with people. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely, maybe yeah. that would have been a different answer. Probably. There we go. But, yeah, mate, thank you very much for coming out. I'll always enjoy chatting to you. Yeah. I'm really excited for people to, like, meet you on the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And to, <laughs> to hear your yeah, story. Um, yeah. Where can people check you out? Uh, you can check us out at Timber underscore Foundry at Instagram, Timber Foundry Limited on Facebook, and obviously www.timber-foundry.com is our site. Got your little present, actually, before we wrap up. No the, way. the old wall. That you've not wall. seen yet. Yeah. <laughs> you've not seen it. It's massive. It's <laughs> no, just been there. Yeah. yeah, I got your Look little. Look at this. I can't take credit. Um, Hold that up to the camera for everybody there. Oh, there Look go. at that. Oh, a little beauty. My, uh, my mate, Look at embossing. Big Woo. up, big up, your mates. My mate Matt from Rustic Fox in Manchester made it. Where He's are we going to place that? That needs to go. That needs yeah. to be background, doesn't it? Somewhere it's like there, somewhere, isn't it? And, the, and also now the expectation that other guests need to bring. Yeah, the level, the, the level yeah. is just raising. Yeah, there you go. Raising, isn't it? Oh, it's a little bit of plywood for you. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fine. So. Yeah. There you go. Oh, it's good there. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There you go. Like it was, it's like it was meant to be. It's always been there. <laughs> right. I think we're doing another coffee, aren't we, guys? Yes, yeah. Um, thank you very much for giving us your time. Thanks for coming all of 10 minutes away from uh, yeah. <laughs> from where you live. Um, great to chat to you. And uh, yeah, if uh, if you've listened to this and you enjoyed it and you've, uh, you've, you've taken some value away from Max's story, James's story, um, just give him a shout out on Insta. Tag him. 
Um, and we'll see you very, see you very time. soon. Is that it, Eagle? We That's done? it. That's it. Yeah. Should, we just, should we just go and press stop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs>